It's always the best gold we get is something we don't plan. Which is why I have no notes for today. So last time you guys fought uh, the parent of the young Ramorazes that you had fought in the episode before that and Handley defeated it with the help of Adele and your new friends Wolfgang, Bernie and Ralph, who everybody seemed to ignore, but he was a great help nonetheless. I didn't ignore Ralph. I remembered Ralph. Are they all still alive? Yep. Oh yeah. Everybody is alive. Cool. Wolfgang barely so, but... Well, I teleported Wolfgang out of the jaws of death. Literally. And then he ran right back in there. Like the hero he is. Yeah, he's bad. He's a badass. I mean, his name is Wolfgang. Need I say more? Mm -hmm. There's no wonder Bernie's mad at him. We don't know about that yet. It's very ambiguous. Let's see. They better not be related (laughs) or I'm going to be annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) You're half an hour away from the... from solid ground... Solid meaning actual earth, not just a frozen lake. And you all congregate around the carcass of the Ramoras. Can I make an arcana check to see if a Remoraz carcass would have any special materials that a alchemist would find valuable? Sure. Arcana is plus seven. So I got a 17. What mostly drew my attention is that it has this immunity to both cold and fire. So it's got these polar opposites that it controls. And I'm wondering if there's something in its body, a core or some kind of membrane inside that um, infuses the two, keeps them separate. How does it have an immunity from both such opposite magics, such opposite elements? Can you also do a... Oh no, oh no it's not. A, nature would not be good, right? Because it's, it's monstrosity, yeah. Yeah, I can do investigation if you think. Uh, yeah, that, please also do an investigation check. That would be good. I got a total of twenty-four. Oof, oof. Okay, with a, I mean, with two rolls that good, I'm gonna tell you that the cold damage is probably just because of its exoskeleton, but uh, the heat, re- the fire resistance. There might be something in there if you're and if you want to start look looking at it, you have a pretty good idea that it is probably if you remember it has two it has two rows of spikes running through its back. Mm-hmm. There, there is some sort of spine. I will give you advantage on a either strength or dexterity check to to get it out out of the shell. I'll try dexterity. I'll try use some leverage here. So I have either 16 or 17. I'll go with the 17. You can you basically see the the fire spine. You have a feeling that if you carve some sort of symbol out of the out of part of the bone, that might be of use to you somehow. Mm-hmm. And you so will you'll, take... you'll be able to do it. You have got you've done such good rolls, honestly. And what okay. that means is that that you will do uh, one more damage on each attack that does fire damage. So every time you okay. deal fire damage, you get plus one damage. Provided I have this thing equipped, or provided yeah, I have this thing in my yeah, hand. Or... 
if you you can just have it at like a, as a necklace or something. Okay. Uh, can it, as long as it's all. on you. All right. I'll attach it to some iron spikes from my spike chain, and uh, put it around my neck. I'm gonna give it a, a little bit of a shake off, bit of the excess blood. And uh, um, look at the guys. Guys, look what I found. There, it's still pretty gory. You can barely make out that there's a that what he's holding up is actually some uh, some bone, and not just like a fleshy mess. It's just like a bone covered in soot. All right, so plus one fire damage with every fire spell I deal. That is brilliant. That is really awesome for someone who deals quite a lot of fire magic. He doesn't need fire damage. Yeah, that's pretty pretty helpful for me. Anybody else want to loot loot a corpse? <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. Um, I think I would probably ask and see. Um, I yeah, I'd go up. So we're, we're we've congregated together, and I'd survey my companions and say, "Does anybody need any healing?" Wolfgang looks at you and says like, grimly, like, "I could use some. I could use some help." How far is he down? He's bloodied, right? Yeah, he's bloodied. Yes, I'm going to use my last third level spell and cast cure wounds uh on this as a second level so it's going to be 2d8 so he has been healed 11 hit points much appreciated mm. says well uh i very much appreciated you taking down the remorask you and your companions it was a group effort yes he wasn't as he didn't have have as deep a voice last time but i feel like <clears throat> My throat is a little bit croaky today, so <laughs> that's just his voice. Sounds good. Hedwig, you you use a shield, right? I do. I wonder if we got some of these uh, scales or shards of this ex- exoskeleton to a, a smith, better than myself. You might be able to make some sort of um, ice-proof or cold-damage-proof shield of some kind. Or armor, perhaps. I mean, this creature has got incredible defenses. Some of its scales might be valuable or useful. That's true. Uh, what say the DM? It's not your holy symbol, is it? No, it is not. Cool. What's your holy symbol, just for for the record? It's the uh, the image of the the cloud, partially obscuring the sun, and a bolt of lightning. And it's in my armor, but it can also be taken out. Cool. And that's Stronmas's icon, right? Exactly. Uh, my shield is a was a gift from my family, so it's a steel shield, but it has like cuttings in it, similar to cut glass. So yeah, I guess then um, why don't we try to harvest some of these scales? And Hedwig goes, hmm, I wonder where we could find a smith anywhere. Sarcastically, <laughs> Bernie does not know sarcasm. <laughs> she is like, we have a great smith where we're heading in the Winter Palace. So lucky you. And she gives you a big thumbs up. And Ralph just nods because he also wants to be part of the conversation. So I, I smile, but then I then I try to catch Pippin's eye. <laughs> Pippin is, is give, giving, giving you, oh man. <laughs> These people, they don't know. Oh my God. Is there anything that you think you can harvest from the Remoraz? Ahoy, anything to make arrows or types of armor or anything like that? I wonder. Maybe a cool, maybe a cool hat. <laughs> I mean, arrow arrow tips would be interesting. Mm. 
Mm. That does sound interesting. Uh, by the way, you're still cold. Can you roll a d4? Cool. Thanks. One. <laughs> okay. He rolled a one. Can I get heat up by the... Or dried out by the red man? Yeah, I'll... Um, Do you mind helping me out with that, red man? Kindling, something that we can use. Probably dead yeti, since they have lots of fur. Catch mm -hmm. really easily. And uh, set it up and create a small bonfire for us to... It smells disgusting, in. though. <laughs> like, yeah. like burning yeah. flesh oh, and fun. fur. Delicious. <laughs> Properly seasoned? I mean... Yeti yeah, you know what? Ralph, Ralph is the chef of the group. <laughs> he, just, <laughs> he just goes to town and just like, uh, like prepares some nice, like get some nice chunks of meat out of there that you roast over the burning carcasses, I guess, just to get all of the good taste into 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 the meat. I don't know how meat preparation works, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Never prepared meat in my life. Yeah, we do a good job. We have a, a hearty meal, and uh, we warm up Ahoy so he doesn't freeze to death. I suggest you don't do that over a, a frozen lake, though. Yeah, not a good idea there. You make it to safe ground, and you make a fire, and you have some nice uh, yeti. Nyum, 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 nyum. And can you, you make guys make a again? short rest, and you can heal up if you want. Yeah, that'd be good. Short rest, was it? Short rest means you can spend your hit dice uh, to regain hit points. Uh, then I am going to use Arcane Recovery to recover one of my... How many times can you use that? I can use it once per short rest, I think. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll double check that, but I thought it was once per short rest. But okay. We had a short rest before we fought the Yetis. Mm -hmm. oh, no, no, we had a short rest before... We fought the giant mama Remerez. Oh no, no, I'm wrong. It's once per day, so I can't do it again today. Okay. Nevertheless, you just have like a like a hearty meal. You decide because it isn't too far away from. It's just another two hours to the Winter Palace, and it is. It's going to be dusk soon, ish. So everybody has a vested interest in getting to the Winter Palace before it's dark. Uh, you guys make your way there, and you can see. Actually, quite a big settlement there. Way, way bigger than Whitebrook. Yeah, in the middle, on a hill, you can see just, a, just this giant hall. And it is not made of ice, as Bernie said last time. But you go through the gate. That is like, there's like a wall surrounding this entire settlement. When, as soon as people see Wolfgang, Bernie, and Ralph, everybody's like letting you pass. So they're there first. Then comes Erica and Pippin who's still carrying that big box, that big crate. Then comes Adele, and then comes you guys. You guys make your way through basically like the main street and towards the hall. And as you walk towards it, you can see this giant longhouse basically. So it's, it's like a, has a main building, it has some wings. I begrudgingly slowly walk towards Adele. Um head towards the ground and as I approach her as I approach her I look up in, at her and say thank you I appreciate you helping me out and I've been very harsh towards you in the past very skeptical but I think it's uh, there's a moment in time where you have to learn to trust and I appreciate 
um, you helping me back there. So thank you, Adele. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, of course, of course, I was going to help you. I know, I know, I can see, I can see where you're coming from. But may maybe this is the start of a beautiful friendship. Well, let's not go that and that, and we see uh, we the camera pans out, and we see two people walking across, and just the city of Casablanca at night. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's she's like genuinely happy that you're that you're kind of you know opening yourself up that way. And then I take a look at CD8, who's by my side, and have to tell say CD8's been my only family for years now, and it's so it's hard to come by those that will help you when your cards are down and um, gesturing towards CD8. He seems to have taken a liking to you. So I think it's important for us to get along. So just wanted to say thank you. I appreciate it. I, I too know how it is how it is like to fend for oneself. I personally am so happy that I found my safety with the great mother and i hope something like that uh, is waiting for you in the future as well i've had my family that was my life and i for the rest of my days will just move on in the journey that i can take moving forward i've had what you seek or what what you have and i will not trade it for the fu for anything else and my future lies a journey that I will go on alone, but it will be a journey that hopefully I can find those like you along the way. Adele doesn't know what to say, but she doesn't have to for at that moment, the gate, the, the door opens to the hall <laughs> <laughs> and Wolfgang comes out and bids you come in. And Erica, Erica has asked you to, to join them. They are as you as you had talked uh, about previously you're now accompanying this diplomatic mission the six of you make your way in following following wolfgang he leads you to the to the hall of the king where this frost you see immediately obvious it's hard to miss this frost giant <laughs> sitting on his throne erica is like carrying herself with all of the like authority of a diplomat and so with, with with confident steps she she makes her way towards humir who is just this like 18 foot tall frozen man <laughs> and <laughs> with a big beard uh you're on you're, you just came into the hall but like his voice obviously like carries through the room mm -hmm. as he says says welcome my guests to my humble home uh, I have heard already that you have made your way through many threats and dangers, and I'm so happy to be able to welcome you. And it takes you another, like, <laughs> minute to actually get to him, which is kind of weird. But, you know, how how is everyone behaving in this kind of official... Bored. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the man is just kind of looking around... He just he just looks like a child who just doesn't want to be there. <laughs> I think Hedwig's uh knows how to behave in a formal situation having grown up in a city as a member of her family's guard, so she has her hammer on her hip, her shield on her back and she is standing up straight 
And she looks at the red man and says, I thought you'd be happy to be in a place like this. Lots of people to entertain. Yeah, but we got to get through all the boring stuff first. Uh, so much talking. Talky, 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 talk. Diplomats and kings, they love their talking. You love your talking. I do, which is why I hate everyone else doing it. Oh, I see. Adele turns back to you and is like, Psh. <laughs> because everybody is like really quiet as you approach. So your voices actually carry yeah. quite a bit. <laughs> how's how's uh, Ahoy doing? Looking around for potential threats, a little skeptical with a touch of nostalgia as he walks through the hall. Nosta- why? Oh, okay. Nostalgia. I see. Hmm. Interesting. Intriguing. Uh, and you, you finally arrive to the... <laughs> you finally make it to the throne. It's a very big hall because there's a giant living in it. Erika ad- addresses Hymir and says, Th- Thank you for inviting us, Winter King. We bear a present from our great mother and your sister. We come here as a sign of friendship. A present from Scotty. Haven't heard from her in a while. He obviously doesn't really care about this whole formal thing. He's like, he's like he looks very not as bored. He's probably as bored as the Red Man with like all of this boring stuff, as the Red Man said. But he he might just be a little bit better at hiding it. I'll give him a look, saying like I know. <laughs> <laughs> and he eyes all of you over and says, "We will have a feast in your honor." Ooh, I perk up. And at that actually, Eleanor perks up and as, as well. Because it's not just six of you, it's seven. Because I keep forgetting <laughs> Eleanor. <laughs> and Humor says, Although it is late, my servants will prepare a great feast within the hour. And I would be delighted to have each and every one of you as guests. My friends, and he uh, points towards Wolfgang and Bernie and Ralph, will escort you to your to your lodgings. And so the three of them... Show show Adele and Eleanor and the three and the four of you out out of the hall. You have to walk out of this hall for another two minutes. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking back. What what's in the box? What was in the box? I wonder what's in the box. Hedwig is also disappointed. She wanted to know what the gift was. <laughs> and Ralph uh, says, "Oh, you'll find out." Humor just wants to unveil it. When there's actually a party going on, it makes for greater effect. Cool, 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 cool. Love parties, I do. And that Eleanor also chimes in, like, yeah, actually, I was wondering, maybe, maybe the Red Man and I could could perform. Uh, I, I have written a song about about our our fight uh, against the, the Remoras. I am totally in. Bernie is like, oh, that would be lovely. They show you to to some rooms that they've had, and you can like chill there for a while. And I don't know if any of you has like some fancy clothes that they want to wear, but like an hour later, the party is about to start. I'm going to. I, I need to change out of my rabbits. Yeah, <laughs> thank goodness. Um, I would probably, as long as my room included a place where I could bathe I would probably bathe and at least do a quick cleaning of my armor that's probably all I could do because I'm sure I only had travel garb in my armor with me mm-hmm. I can help you out with prestidigitation sure I'm happy to have help with cleaning 
Oh yeah, by the way, all of you get like a room to yourself, by the way. Nice. Woo-hoo. It's very <laughs> fancy. <laughs> so I change out of my rabbits and find a nice coat hanger, hang them up there, put them in a closet. And then I'll use precious digitation to clean my clothes and then offer my magical services to anyone else who wants their clothes cleaned. Wait, then I go, wait, wait. You've been able to do this this whole time. And yet you continued wearing that grotesque coat covered in blood. Not only that, the monstrosity that you're wearing around your neck could have been clean this entire time. Huh. Well, when you say it like that, it makes me sound like a fool. Yes, like one. I giggle. Uh, But then you say, well, thank you for your help with my armor. It would have taken me probably the whole hour to get it done. No problem. Hey, ahoy, need anything cleaned? Oh, no, I prefer to do it myself. CD8 and I will retire to our room. And cool, 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 cool. Clean, thank you. I'm going to go practice my, uh, my act. I have something coming for you, my friend. <sighs> <laughs> okay, so within the hour, you are, all of you guys are seated at a table that is right next to the head table where Himir is sitting and his advisors and family... I swear, Chris, if you're gonna, Chris, if you're gonna red wedding us right now, I'm gonna be so mad. (laughs) You're all gonna die. I am Um, in my armor. (laughs) Nobody's getting married tonight. Um, Okay. There's a red. You already have a red man, but it's not a wedding. Could be a wedding. Where are Bernie and Wolfgang? (laughs) They're right behind you with some daggers. No. So yeah, yeah you are, they are seated at the table right next to you. At, at some point, Wolfgang comes over and again, thanks you guys for helping helping them find the remoras and really appreciating. Later, Ralph actually introduces you to uh, a woman and, and, and says, this is Solveig, she is the best blacksmith all in this entire realm. She would be happy to assist you get that remoras armor to uh, strengthen your shield, Hedwig. I smile and I shake her hand and say, it's wonderful to meet you. Um, I'm always happy to meet other skilled smiths. The pleasure is all mine, she says, and she's actually, she's not a dwarf. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's probably has you a little bummed. I mean, I'm aware that other other people are good smiths. I, I just thought it was funny to say like, oh no, how, where are we going to find a smith when when I'm a dwarf? And I'm not the most skilled, but I certainly would be able to, you know, mm-hmm. do most basic smithing duties. Yeah. Yeah. And she actually says, w- would you prefer just using my smithy or like my smith's tools? Or would you, should we do it together? If you are indeed the best smith in the Winter Palace, I would be very honored to have your assistance in outfitting my shield. I mean, to be honest, I'm one of three smiths, but I'll take it nonetheless. We'll see when we get there. I do, ha- I do have my own smith's tools, but it's always great to see what other people have. Great. I look forward to, to working with you, she says. Yeah, and, fantastic. Uh, looks genuinely for, like, like she's very happy about this. Yeah. Yeah, and so so you guys have like a great hearty meal, you, which is good. Like you, you did have some of that Yeti earlier on, but it wasn't very like it was it was fine but it wasn't like super filling like you d- you didn't want to jeopardize making it in time 
to the Winter Palace just to get some more meat. Yeah. And it's a delicious meal. I don't know, somewhere between like a Viking feast and like fancy dining, I guess. <laughs> somewhere <laughs> in between there. But it's delicious anyway. And um, at some point, Hymir stands up and... No, he raises his cup that he drinks from and toasts everyone and says, I have been told that these travelers that have come, that, that this feast is in honor of, have made it across the Sea of Ice battling not just a few young but also one adult Remores and have fought it valiantly and that there is a song prepared in honor of this glorious glorious battle and now I would like uh, I would like for everyone to be quiet and listen to the song of the lovely bard Eleanor and her friend the red man and I'm gonna make a performance check for this to see how well this goes I got a 17 on my performance so pretty pretty good i think yeah that's pretty good the crowd goes wild they're just like yeah you showed that remorse everyone's quite taken with you yeah may maybe yeah, maybe that can become a gig um but for now Himur says my my sister scotty has sent these lovely people over to give me a gift i did not expect that and so this is what the whole hubbub is about kind of apart from just like partying everybody loves partying right and everybody cheers with that but now for the ceremonial part of it and at that no. erica <laughs> uh Himir just gives you a look is like it's gonna be over soon <laughs> <laughs> and and at that erica and pippin race to their feet pippin carrying carrying the crate erica tells Himir that this is a gift to remember how important family ties are and to celebrate having this land as a reminder that this has not always been the case the case and with that Hymir is very excited to open the crate i whisper to hedwig it's kind of weird didn't she try and kill her other brother and i say yes and i have my hand on my hammer i give ahoy a look careful who knows what's in there yeah i have hand on the my dagger not yet ready to un unsheath my bow and then I stand in front of CD8. So now Hymir opens the crate and he claps his hand together. Oh, isn't that lovely? She remembered! And she, there is like a, like a statue of some sort in there. And he goes to pick it up. And as he picks it up, everything explodes. <laughs> Everybody! I knew it! I knew this lady! <laughs> <laughs> Please make a dexterity saving throw as a giant fireball blasts through this yeah. room. Is it a d20 plus the modifier? Yeah. I got 22. I backflip out of the way. Critical fail. Since we were prepared for treachery, knowing a bit more about Scotty than these others do apparently, would Ahoy have perhaps had advantage since he was you know, hand on dagger ready for something to go down? I would say you were waiting to see whether something is going down, but mm. you weren't necessarily expecting an explosion. Okay, fair enough. I'm just going to roll 8d6 right now, which is the damage that a fireball does. It's going to be 27. All right. So you take 27 damage. Uh, Hedwig takes 13. Mm -hmm. The Redman takes 6. And everybody else is like, like, you're also like all blasted away. As you come to, you can see it's just chaos everywhere. Things are burning. People are burning. 
and some are not, unfortunately, but they lie dead on the ground. Among them, Erica and Pippin. And Hemer is obviously, obviously very much also damaged. You know, he's a giant. He, that, that was not enough to kill him, but he's mm. definitely bad off. And what was that? We will find out next time. What? On Serial Hog d and What? <laughs> How's that for a cliffhanger? Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for playing. Ooh, that sneaky lady. I knew it. I knew, I knew she was not to be trusted. She killed her own emissary. Ugh. Oh, the vengeance that I have. I swear, if anything happens to Eleanor. <laughs> so, if people have enjoyed this episode <laughs> <laughs> and want to support the podcast, question mark. Alex, what's the best way people can do that? Uh, give us a five-star rating um, on Apple Podcasts, um, Overcast, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And Adam, uh, if people want to reach out, tell me, how dare you kill such lovely NPCs or what's with the cliffhangers or whatever else? Um, how can they do that? If you want to write us your conspiracy theories, please check out the seriallyhooked.com for our contact details. I cannot stress enough only conspiracy theories about this only, <laughs> Only conspiracy theories about Scotty and her attempted murder. Second Maybe it's murder. just something hor- gone horribly wrong. Maybe she is the victim in all of this. There's no way. Maybe. But that would be the conspiracy, wouldn't it? <laughs>